welcome back to By Positive. These are your hosts, Mari. And MD. And today we'll be talking about a topic that has probably touched anyone's life at some point <laughs> or other. Pornography. So a little bit of statistics to start us off. Porn is a huge industry, as we all know, especially internet porn, because it's very accessible. There are 4.2 million porn websites, which is 12% of all total websites on the internet, which is kind of crazy. 68 million daily oh, pornographic search engine requests. 25% of total requests on search engines is porn. And 42.7% of internet users view pornography regularly. So that's a lot. And there are no official statistics on how much of that is bisexual porn, and we don't really have a stable definition of what bisexual porn is to begin with, so it's kind of hard to calculate. Yeah, I say that you would see like the, the classic porn will be girl-on-girl -girl action, but for the male gaze, we're the men involved at one point. Yeah. But that's not bisexual porn. No, it's not. Because, first of all, most of those girls are straight, and it shows. Very much so, they look like they're in pain. <laughs> and... <laughs> and also, it's really, it's really just about acting male, like what is supposed to be a typical male fantasy. It's kind of interesting when you talk about it that way, because you would think that all these hardline conservatives being like, no, it's unnatural, and then they go and enjoy this kind of porn without any sort of moral reprimand. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also I think even the fact of actually watching porn is morally wrong for them. Yeah, but they still do it though. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if it's two women or... I'm not, I don't think they actually watch with two guys, but... No, but that's, that's another thing is like I feel like gay porn, as in homosexual male on male porn, is much more stigmatized and much more like narrow, I guess, in its viewership than... Um, bisexual or lesbian porn and this is just because if you go on Pornhub which is probably one of the biggest mm -hmm. porn websites in the world if you go to gay categories it's exclusively male gay um, videos but if you go to straight categories that's where all the lesbian porn is so that kind of shows already yeah I mean it's it's a whole I mean it's a no I mean it's it's a, it's a little bit different than the just strictly bisexual porn but it's the yeah. issue of there isn't actually almost no lesbian porn yeah uh, actually lesbian yeah. porn it's mainly like maybe some homemade video I would say <laughs> but uh, the uh, professional videos are work pictures it's mainly straight it's women. mainly straight and it's for the for straight men yeah which is I think it just goes to show how fetishized the female body is. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that too much because it's a whole different story. It's just the fact that it's... We've discussed this sort of in, in a previous episode that it's very difficult to know whether you're watching bi porn or not because if it's labeled as bi porn, like 9 out of 10 times, it's going to be a threesome. Mm. And most of the time, it's going to be two females and one male because, you know... It's, it's easier to put two naked women there. Yeah. And putting two guys together, that's going to be like a blemish on their reputation as a straight porn star because it's another thing. Like when women have sex with women, it is considered to be more okay than for a guy to sleep once with a guy that immediately makes you gayer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are um, scenes where there's two men and one yeah. woman, but yeah. the two men will never touch each other. Yeah, yeah. 
Which is, that's the difference between like a, I guess, bi porn and a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be bi-porn, the men also have to touch each other. It doesn't count otherwise. Yeah, but it's it's not gay if it's in a three-way. <laughs> yeah, and also it's all coming back to the whole thing about two women having sex together. It's not actually sex because, you know. Because there's no penetration. I mean, not with a... Not with, with a penis with involved. Penis. Yeah, so it's, it's, so it's not really sex. I mean, that's what people think. Yeah. So, whereas, if there's a penis, it's sex. So, if two men are involved... <gasps> yeah, that, how, it what, is. how does that even work? How does it function? It's, it's very... Um, porn industry, in that regard, is really a, ref- a mirror of society and how... of bisexuality and how all non-straight sexualities are, are seen. Yeah, and uh, I remember yesterday we were talking about an article that I saw on Gay Star News about this, he's a male porn star, um, I think his name is Davey Wavy or something. Um, I will leave the, the article in the, in, the, in the link below. But he basically said that he wanted to do emotional porn, which would, you know, include the fact that sex in, a, in, in an ideal world would involve some kind of feelings. And he said that that was severely lacking in, in gay porn, and that actually that was what kind of made gay men bad at sex. That was his <laughs> argument, is that like they watch porn and they think that that's all there is to it, and there's very little emotional involvement with a partner. So I'm very curious to see how that turns out, because I've seen like artistic porn yeah. and tasteful porn, but I've never seen emotional porn. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't. I'm I mean, imagining I, like a rom com no, situation. I've seen I've seen movies where a few years ago where they were trying to um, three French movies, porn, but were trying to have a plot and like it was female oriented uh, movies with plots and feelings. Mm-hmm. It was much better, but mm-hmm. it was still not like yeah good. I mean, it was, I don't know. It was uh, different. Let's say that. But I realized realized something. We were. Even us, we were talking about by porn, mm-hmm. and we were talking about threesome, yeah. basically. Yeah. So because there's but, all there is to but it. Yeah, th- but you don't. I mean, I don't know how many bisexual people actually have threesomes all the time, but I don't think that many. I don't know. I mean, my <laughs> argument is that I think, and this is probably just me, you know, from a standpoint of a human being, that if I were to have sex, I'd be in a consensual situation, ideally. Um, I would think that. Porn stars in general have a more leeway in their sexual fluidity. Yeah. Like, because you wouldn't agree to film a scene that you would be very uncomfortable doing, you know? Of course. So I feel like maybe, you know, even those straight girls Mm -hmm. in lesbian porn might be not that straight just because they're more, they're comfortable with doing that. Yeah, but also I think because they're just comfortable doing stuff with their body in general. But what I meant is that we, both of us, started to to speak about threesomes, yeah. when why an actual good by porn movie would also could be just one protagonist with either male or female or genderqueer lovers, but yeah. lovers of different genders. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not necessarily all at the same time. But I also, I think, I think for that <laughs> you can blame internet porn just because yeah. all these clips are relatively short. Yeah. So like cramming in several scenes with different actors would be a lot of money and a lot of time. But it's also, it says a lot about how it shapes our perceptions. Oh yeah, no, it's... And our reaction. It's just cheaper to slap two people together that have zero chemistry and have them rub off on each other. Yeah. 
because if that that's what gets the straight man behind the screen off, then <laughs> yeah, and, it, and <laughs> why it's, not? We're all going back uh, about like the stereotypes, yeah, uh, issues, uh, and how porn is actually uh, perpetuating those stereotypes about bisexual people, mm-hmm. and 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 by women in particular. And it was I I don't know. There's this study um, we found a, a few weeks ago. Um, it's um, it was a little bit um, disturbing at first because it was in an article. It was not a, a I mean the article is an actual article, actual research, but it was a, a vulgarization uh, article. It was saying that that um, bisexual women tend to be more uh, uh, basically are psychopaths. I'm 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 <laughs> that's what it was saying. I'm more, have more tend to show more um, psychopathic you know, psychopathic traits. Um, and elevated levels of social sexuality. So, to make it a little bit more clear, the study was saying that moderately bi women, which is important. Moderately bi. Yeah, I, okay. Because I, I, bi is a. Is it, a it, yeah, yeah, there's a. I mean, the Kinsey scale kind of say that. So. Yeah, but like bisexuality is supposed to be in the middle of the Kinsey scale. Yes. How do you, so, no, how are that, you moderate? I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm, <laughs> let, let, me, let me just like, deconstruct the whole study. I just want to know if I'm moderately bi or not. You're, you're, you're not moderately bi. <laughs> you're very much bi. Um, so the, the study um, says that, okay, there, so there's personality traits and there's a dark triad, which is... Um, Psychopathy, like, narcissism, and Machiavellianism. Yes. Which are basically all terrible things. Yeah. Um, and um, and the, the social, se- social sexuality is how you behave sexually. And so the idea is that those women are, I mean, statistically, um, in the study, moderately bi women... Uh, had um so um were more um at ease with the sexuality uh, so that kind of a good thing that easier to they would um uh, have more partners without any issues like something they're at ease with the sexuality so in a way that's that's a good thing but also they are more psychopathic in the way that they don't really wouldn't care I mean the idea that they maybe <laughs> don't care about their partner feelings because it's what being a sociopath a psychopath is it's about not seeing the other person as a subject with feelings and emotion and just using them uh, and so that by women would have those traits the traits not straight the traits <laughs> personality traits um, and and uh, would be more um, psychopathic and, and so wouldn't care about their partner and have a partner and so it's actually kind of the um, stereotype of the slutty bisexual the slutty and evil bisexual. and evil bisexual thank you basic yeah. instinct <laughs> um, but okay so that's what the results and kind of how they were presented but if you deconstruct the whole thing again they say it's moderately moderately bi and when you actually look at the study. Those women were on at one or two on the Kinsey scale. Yeah. So they are not bisexual. They're maybe a uh, um, heteroflexible biker. Yeah, but not bisexual, or wouldn't identify like that. And I'm also looking at the numbers of the study. It says that it was based on two surveys. Yeah. And a total of 1,093 female students at a Midwestern Canadian yeah. university. So first of all. I, I would think that in a population like this, and maybe that's just me stereotyping again, but people would be less likely to report bisexuality, first of all, um, because of the stigma, even if it's anonymous. Like, I don't, I think that that kind of population needs to be yeah. saturated with a lot more diversity. Yeah. 
And, and so they were on one or two. So you cannot say that those people are not really bisexual or are don't, that those people are either not actually bisexual or are not comfortable with their identity and will hide it in a way or another. And then that means that you might have a correlation between uh, the psychopathic traits and not being comfortable with your identity as a bisexual woman. And in that situation, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And the study becomes a lot more interesting, but they didn't go there. They didn't, didn't um, measure that. And it's really a shame because it would actually fit what we know about internalized stigma yeah. and, and minority identity. And so if you really dig a little bit deeper, it becomes interesting and it becomes more than just stereotyping. But the way it's been talked about in that article or... Uh, it could be read, or even the way it was, the title of the study, uh, the actual study, he's... Um, not straight and yeah. not straightforward. The relationships between sexual orientation, sociosexuality, and dark triad traits in women. That's a mouthful. Yeah, but I mean, not straight and not straightforward. It's, I don't know. It's, it just feels like, this is why, and this is... I think the bottom line for a lot of things that we've talked about, representation, academia, therapy, whatever, let queer people write their own storylines, led by sexual people, study bisexual populations. Because what this study proves is that there's a lot of bias that goes unfiltered just because the um, scholars involved in the study, and I'm sure that they ran the numbers and that the numbers correlated in a way yeah. that was scientifically accurate mm. but you cannot take away the human factor and you cannot take away the fact that if they were more aware of things like stigma things like mm -hmm. sexual you know minorities the, the identity development part everything then their results would have been viewed in a different way yeah and that that title i mean it's a pun it can be funny okay but it's also a microaggression yeah, and and you didn't wouldn't shouldn't have microaggression in academic work. It's, even if it's against you know sociopaths and psychopaths, they're still people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it's fact psychopathic traits. We're not talking about actual psychopath here. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that it's it's a little. Um, yeah, no, I it, know. It, it it makes me feel like this study wasn't done thoroughly. Maybe I'm just projecting because I don't like mm. the results <laughs> that they came up with. But if you're going to do a study on a minority identity, you have to be very careful yeah. and you have to take into account the human factor. So what this study should have done, in my opinion, is conduct interviews with people, do a more, more of a qualitative approach. A mixed method. Or a mixed method approach or and just talk to them about how their, say, sociosexuality relates mm. to their bisexual identity yeah. or why is it that they might prefer to use mm. people to yeah. discover their identity. Yeah. Like, there are so many whys and that are left unanswered. Also because we're talking about the dark triads. Because, in, to be honest, being a little bit of a psychopath might not be such a bad thing, after all. Because it's, it might be socially completely um, uh, functional yeah. to not care about everyone and everybody's feeling. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just talking about functional or dysfunctional. So might not be really an issue, but the way it's presented, again, dark, triad, yeah. and everything, and the title, it's really stigmatizing, and, and it's, you need to tie in with the, with what we were talking about, and porn, it's all about that. It's yeah. all about what image do you project? What, what do you represent? 
And even if you think it's not harmful because it's fun, because it's just, you know, it's just boring, it's just to have fun, in the end, it does, uh, it does have long-lasting effect. Yeah. And, and one of them was us just spontaneously uh, uh, thinking about threesome yeah. when we were thinking by porn, which, I mean, we are very much aware that bisexual people don't have threesome all the time. <laughs> We can guarantee that we're aware of the fact, yes. <laughs> Go on. No, the, the thing is, I just feel like it, it It sort of leads, if you're not that far into academia and you don't understand how to read these kinds of papers, and if you just read the magazine article or the web page that was dedicated to the study, it leads you to believe certain things because this kind of language is very colorful and it has an emotional tint to it. Yeah. So if you are not used to reading academic papers, mm. you will be skewed towards thinking yeah. that all bisexual women are psychopaths who just want to use you for sex yeah. and have teeth in their vaginas or something, you know, because it's, it's, <laughs> it, it makes you feel afraid because we are so used to thinking that psychopathy and sociopaths and, and, you know, I don't think a lot of people know what Machiavellianism is, but if you have read Machiavelli, good for you. Um, but the thing is, it leads people to, to, to be afraid to, to associate these two things mm -hmm. together. And, it, and yeah. it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to sleep with a bisexual woman because she's a psycho. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Basically. And I probably will talk about it in another, another episode about mm. also stigma within the community. Um, but maybe, maybe there's actual good uh, by porn out there and we haven't found it. Send it our way. Yes. <laughs> Please. If there is, honestly, because I, I actually have tried to look up actual lesbian porn and actual bi porn and I have come up with nothing. And I don't know if there's a way to search for these kinds of things where you know for a fact that these people are what they say they are. Yeah. Um, because that's the issue. Because if you're, we're so used to being like, well, this guy's sleeping with a guy, he's gay. This woman's sleeping mm -hmm. with a woman, she's a lesbo. But there's nothing that would indicate bisexuality in such a straight, ha, -ha forward way, you know? Which is not that just to have a fetishized bisexual woman. Yeah. So can we can can we get some non-fetishizing bi porn? Oh yes, please. In, in these areas, <laughs> it would be very nice. We're actually doing the podcast just for that to have links to. Uh, good porn. <laughs> we all need some good porn in our lives. But anyway, what are your thoughts, guys? If you have anything to say about bisexual porn, and if you found some, then please send it our way. Probably not on Twitter, because that's going to get blocked. Send it into our DMs. And or email. Or email. Yeah, we have our email, which is bipositivepodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Twitter. Bye. Thank you.